This is an ABC podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, back by popular demand. <laughs> it's time for the traffic light game. I don't know about popular demand. That might be overstating things. Now, Hoffy, you're on traffic light game to boot. I'll just point out to you that I'm going to run through the 17 NRL teams from bottom to top of where they finished in the regular season last year. A green light if you think they'll improve in 2024. Amber, which we try to avoid, but sometimes it's a reality if you think they'll stay about the same. And a red light if you think their season won't be as good as last year. If you think they might slip off the scale, and I'm predicting you might say that for South after what you said a little bit earlier, which sounds pretty easy, right? Mm. But some newcomers have struggled with it in the past. Well, I've got an easy one to start with. (laughs) Well, have you? All right, let's start. The team that finished with a wooden spoon last year, the West Tigers, they dumped their coach, Tim Sheens. They've dumped the chairman. They've dumped the chief executive, Shane Richardson, now running the club from a CEO perspective. And Barry O'Farrell is the chairman. I have faith in both of those gentlemen. Benji Marshall, the new coach. They only had four wins a year ago, finishing with 14 points. Ryan Hoffman. Uh, I'm going to give them an amber because I can't give them a red, to be quite honest, because they can't get lower. And this, this, I'm, I'm not having, having a crack at, at the West Tigers. I think uh, they will eventually get it right. I think um, in the front office, they're, they're starting to get uh, things in place there. Um, I just think Benji Marshall needs more time, and I think one year isn't going to be enough for them to, to turn it round. I think they're going to stay down near the bottom. Um, I... It's it's a too big of a climb, I think, at the moment for a rookie coach. I'd love to see him get another preseason with his team under his belt, um, and putting in his way of of thinking and getting all the players um, singing together. Because at 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 the moment, I don't think they're as as cohesive as where they are. Obviously, they've got a new halfback coming in with um, Aiden Caesar. Um, I, I think it's going to take a bit of time. Well explained, Ryan. Amber, for sure, because I can't really see them improving. But I'm like you. If they've stalled and they get a red light, or maybe they'll just advance a little bit, it'll be Amber. But it'll be nothing flash for the West Tigers this year. I hate to agree with everyone, but I'm the same. I don't see it being dramatically better. I think Benji Marshall's greatly improved. I was reading an article today that the West Tigers, there's fears they're not physically ready for the start of the season. I hope that's rubbish, because that is unforgivable if that's the case. I just, I don't, I look down the roster, I just don't see any improvement and I want Benji Marshall, I want him desperately to be successful, but we don't know. No, and look, you take, I, I take trial results with, with, with a grain of, of salt, course. but, um, you know, they, they got copped a bit of a hiding from, from the drag and just the way they just leak points. I mean, you, you can't succeed in this game without a strong defence. So sorry, Tigers fans. That's not the most positive start with three ambers about the wooden spooners. St. George Illawarra finished 16th, second last last year, with only five wins and 16 points. Shane Flanagan is the Dragons' new coach. And in terms of player signings, John Gibbs, they've promised the world and delivered really an atlas. They've they've been in the market, but they haven't got the big um, blow, if you like, apart from now Luciano Leilua joining the club, uh, going back to St George Illawarra. What's your verdict on their 2024 season? Oh, they're agreeing for me. 16th is uh, unsatisfactory for the Dragons, and I know it's uh, a very similar roster to what they've had, but I think they've been in the doldrums. Uh, things weren't going right. Ben Hunt was in a state of flux. Uh, he wanted to go. Now he wishes he hadn't have wanted to go. I can't quite follow 
his thinking and his strategy. But nevertheless, I think they'll have an improved year. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not thinking they're going to make the eight or anything outrageous. But for me, it's a green. Yeah, I'm with you, Gibbsy. I can see a green as well. I can see them getting up towards that nine sort of tenth uh, p- position. Um, certainly with Ben Hunt's um, committed to the club and not having that hanging over their head is, uh, is, is a big um, plus. Um, Luciano Leilua. Him, him coming to the club, there's a bit of a game-breaker for you. Something that I don't think the Dragons have had. Um, someone out wide who can create something from nothing, get an offload away, break a tackle. Uh, it, it makes him a bit more dangerous. In, Flano in will make tank. a difference. They literally have had him in the past. Yeah, but, but, I, know, but, I know exactly yeah, but, what you're but, saying. But, I know they, they missed it, I'm talking yeah, about yeah. last season. I, I understand. Yeah. And look, I've got great faith in Shane Flanagan, but I don't know why you were both so optimistic. I, and I hate to do this, I'm going another amber. I, I look, again, I look at their roster. I don't you see said much improvement at all. Ambers. You're the leader. Of, you're the leader <laughs> of our team, and you've gone two straight ambers. I know. I give myself an uppercut. So, but the green lights are there from Gibbsy and Ryan Hoffman for St George Illawarra. I just don't see but that we're, improvement. We're saying an, an improvement, and what I see improvement for the for the Dragons is getting off 16th and getting to sort that's of right, and that's 10th green. or something. something. That's great. Yeah. So he yeah. thinks they're going to stay 16th. I yeah. do. I don't think yeah. they're going to be any better than the, the bottom. I, I certainly don't think they're going to be challenging too much for the, for the top eight. But. Matthew Elliott texts me. Might have even been during the Sydney Test with a challenge, if not a slash bet. So his challenge was if St George, so as he put it, when St George Illawarra makes the top eight, I have to broadcast their finals game in full St. George Illawarra kit. Ooh, that's better than the nude. Jersey, shorts, everything. So I'm like, head Sweet. tape. If they don't make the eight, he has to wear one of my stupid shirts <laughs> down on the sideline in shorts and I get to pick it up. I've already got it ready for him. There's absolutely no doubt he'll be wearing that on the sideline. That's line. not a risk to Matthew because I've seen some of his shirts and yours are an improvement. <laughs> wow, cop that Padre. Fifteenth last year was Canterbury Bankstown. Only seven wins despite the promise of a much improved season. They finished with twenty points. Ryan Hoffman, how do you see their year ahead? Uh, a very, very slight green. Uh, slight I, green. I, I, I can't see see them improving, uh, get, getting higher than tenth. Is that a light green or a slight yeah, it's, green? Yeah, it's a light. It's a light, slight green. Uh, what do you get when you mix green? And uh, you don't get anything when you mix green and yellow. Mm. And yeah. he's, tr- he's still trying to work out whether it's a wide left and a tight yeah. right with the traffic here. Look, look uh, I, think, I think the Bulldogs are still trying to find their identity. I think Cameron Serrato is still trying to find that, that team's I- identity. Um, they've added another Penrith player in, in Stephen Crichton to um, go with Burton and Kickow. Um, obviously, Kickow didn't, didn't play um, last year, which made it um, a bit of a, a struggle for their big signing that, that they trumpeted. But... Uh, uh, they've, they've got some interesting inclusions in Taff and, and obviously uh, Bronson Sherry, um, which I can see them improving in a couple of spots, but uh, they're, they're, they're not a finals team for me. No, they're not a finals team, but seeing as you're giving it an artistic flavour, I'm going to go for Myrtle Green. Myrtle. So I think, I think they will improve. I think they're uh, in formation. They're, tr- they're trying to do things, and they've got a long-term view. But I, I do think they will finish higher than... 16th, was it, you said? 15th. 15th. I think they'll finish at least 14th. Yeah, you're Myrtle and Light and Slight and all that. I'm, I'm a fully confident green for Canterbury-Bankstown. I think they will improve. Like you, I, I don't envisage them making the finals. And I think it's a really important year for Cameron Sorrello, the coach. They've got a lot of utility players. I, I don't know exactly how it would work out, but there's so much talent there. They've got to improve. They have to. I'm confident they will. The Gold Coast Titans finished 14th last year. Nine wins, 24 points uh, in 2023. To me, they were one of several disappointments of the year last year, the Gold Coast Titans. 
They've got a new coach this year in Des Hasler. I know you've got much faith in him. John Gibbs, how do you see their year? Uh, particularly in short term, Des Hasler will get the best out of these players. I think they've got a lot of talent, and I think they are a green. They were a major disappointment last year. They have got a lot of talent, and I know that uh, from reports up there from the Gold Coast, uh, they have been training really hard, and they have been surprised at the level of physicality that Des Hasler has put into their training sessions. I think this is going to be a good year. I think the Gold Coast Titans, next door to good things to make the eight. Uh, I'm, That's yeah, green. Yeah, I'm green. I, I have them making the eight as well. Um, I, I, you, you see glimpses for, from, the, from the Titans last year of what they can do. But I'm excited about a couple of young players. They've got uh, Keanu Kinney and um, Joseph Alec. I, I think they've got they're going to create a name for themselves this year as uh, rookies coming into to the Titans team. I, um, I'm excited to see those two players. I feel so burnt by the Titans in the last couple of years. I find it really tough to give them a red because I, I can't see them going worse than what they did last year. I've already used up two Ambers. So I'll go a very non-confident green. I, I, I like, like their green. playing I like talent. Green. Are you going to light green? I'm going to light green. Yeah. Slight green. <laughs> Slight light. I, I, I don't say it with any confidence, but I don't think they'll go backwards. They can't with the talent they have. But I just I think they've, I've been burnt by them over the last few years. All right, so three greens for the Gold Coast Titans. Finishing 13th last year in their first year in the NRL was the Dolphins with nine wins, 24 points, their season started so well. They had that amazing win over the, the Sydney Roosters at Lang Park. First half of the season was just brilliant for them under the coaching of Wayne Bennett. I, I don't think it's a huge shock that they fell away as the season went along. What about this year for the Dolphins, Ryan Hoffman? I'm going to go red. Um, I, I, can, I can see the, the, the Dolphins dropping a bit. Um, oh, I know they've added Tom Flegler, which, uh, which would be a good leader, but I just think with where their pack is, um, they're, they're quite aging i think they're going to struggle again at the back end of the year they don't have the same emotion as what they would have had last year leading into to the start of the season um i think it's going to be a grind for the titans uh, for, for the dolphins this year i tend to agree herbie farmworth also a big buy mm -hmm. and thomas flegler and they're going to be losses for the broncos who we're going to see tomorrow but uh it's red for me as well and i do think there's a lot of emotion wayne bennett is an old marvel so i won't be surprised if they prove us wrong and go green but for me on balance it's a red yeah, see, I love those additions of Herbie Farnworth and Tom Flegler. I mean, these are winners. These are toughest take elite footballers that have joined that club. But my concern is what you mentioned, Hoffy. It's by and large an ageing forward pack, um, several of which left the Melbourne Storm maybe a year or two before they could have. Yeah. Um, but it made, it made sense to me, having seen the likes of Kafusi and Jesse Bromwich in particular over the last 18 months in their time at the Melbourne Storm. So I'm, I'm going a reluctant red. But, but it wouldn't surprise me. They just slip slightly. Yeah, look, they're, they're, they're quality players. Um, you know, I think we're talking about the Bromwich brothers and, and Kafusi, and they've done a great job for a long time. But 27 rounds is a grind. It, yeah. it really, it really is, is a long grind. And, and it, losing but, Tom Gilbert for the season. Yeah, that's, that's, that, terrible. That's, that's terrible. And look, Kafusi needs to stay in the field. For, yeah. for, for one, to be quite honest, for, for, the, for the Dolphins to do it. And he, he, he struggled with that at stages um, back in the last season. You remember at the start of the year, he was fantastic for yeah. them couple of suspensions and um, he's not not on the paddock and the Dolphins having to go into that depth which we've spoken about before that uh, they probably don't have it as as deep as uh, a lot of other teams. That's Ryan Hoffman he's John Gibbs I'm Andrew Moore on Grandstand Rugby League we're doing the traffic light game the traditional season opener 
to talk about the chances of your team for the year ahead. Speaking of your team, we get to Manly Warringah, John Gibbs, who finished 12th last year, 11 wins, 29 points. They ended up finishing only three points out of the eight, but in truth, it was known probably for a month they weren't going to make the finals. It was a bit of a, a hard slog for them in the middle and, and latter stages of the year. What's your optimism or otherwise for them? No, I'm going to go green for Manly. I think they can make the eight. They certainly will uh, improve on that 12th, so I, I, I think uh, Luke Brooks' addition, I know that you're cynical of that, and I can understand that, but I just think he is a, he is a good player. I think he's been much maligned. I think he's had a, a tough battle over the last few years. As I said, I wish he'd gone three years ago, but I think he'd go fine. But we say it all the time, Andrew, Manly's chances depend on Tom Trebojevic staying on the field. He's been off the field the last couple of seasons, more than he's been on. But all reports, and I've spoken to Tom himself, but all reports are Tom Trebojevic is moving magnificently. I know you've got to do it on the field and you've got to stay uninjured, but I'm optimistic it'll be a green for Manly this year. Yeah, I 100% agree. Uh, definitely green for Manly. I'm, I'm looking at their team uh, for tomorrow and their back line. It's, it's a strong back line. It, 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 really, it really is. You, know, you look at it, Travojevic, Saab, Kohler, Garrick, Borlo, Brooks, Cherry Evans. Like that's, that's, that's quality. And um, look, oh, I, th I think that's going to shape it up. And they've got a really, really strong forward pack. I mentioned that earlier. Um, their 1-13 is very, very strong. And uh, it's, def it's, a, it's a top eight. Uh, one to thirteen, um, but you need Trump Dvorovich on the field. Yeah, I, I still don't love their depth, to be honest. I think they're, as you said, very, the talented team that's good enough to at least challenge for the top eight. So I'll give them a green as well. But it's all turbo. What they're going to cheer for anything this year as a league fan. It's the Tom Trebojevic stays fit. It, 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 but it's it's dreadful, all those injuries he had. They've just yeah. purely been bad luck, haven't they? Like, it, it, like him and Ryan, pa Ryan Pappenhausen are very yeah. similar in the fact that they've just bad luck injuries. It's not uh, it's not due to them being unfit or anything like that. It's uh, just rugby league's a cruel well, game. What about tomorrow, Latrell Mitchell versus Tom Trebojevic? Yeah. And, and since 2020, they've only played against each other twice. Yeah, there you go. Do you know an NRL... Yes. I know we're playing traffic. Yes, I know. So don't divert too no, much I'll with your... I know how your no, mind works. I, but I love... Is this I, a morsel? I, this is a morsel. <laughs> okay. Those two players, yes. Latrell Mitchell yes. and Tom Trebojevic, mm -hmm. has played together in representative teams more than they've played against each other in NRL. John Gibbs is here all week, ladies and gentlemen. Finishing 11th last year as we return to the traffic light game, the North Queensland Cowboys. Now, I said before the Gold Coast were one of the disappointments of last year. Gee, I reckon you could put the Cowboys down for that. Maybe that's because I thought they would be an absolute top four special team last year. But it didn't quite click. They were close. They finished two points out of the eight with 12 wins, 30 points a year ago. What about in 2024 for North Queensland, Ryan Hoffman? Green light for the Cowboys. Uh, I, I see last year as an anomaly. Um, they, they, they've got too many quality players to, to be you know, to be where they were um, back in the last year. It, it happens sometimes with teams. They just have a bad year. We, we've seen it with a, with a couple of other teams as well. But uh, I can see them getting back on the horse. But um, psh and um, getting in, into the top eight. Hang on, that's Gibbsy's thing too, sound effect. Oh, really? Yeah. Sorry, oh, Gibbsy. No, I'm glad you did it. Sorry, mate. Very poor horse, I wouldn't be backing it. It wasn't a horse, it was the badum because I said they're back on the horse and they're the oh. cowboys. Oh, God. It's like well, a boom yeah, I've got, got, got another sound effect. Zoom, that goes straight over your head. <laughs> like the zip line last <laughs> night. That's not bad. Come, where's Louis? Come back, Louis. Please come back. I Hang said on. I wasn't going to do this, though. Your phone's still there, so be careful what you wish for. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, said, you, said he, you said he was he was kind. He is. Well, he just hammered me. I did hammer I mean, I think it'll be a luminescent green. A luminescent. Oh, they, they, you, you called it an anomaly. Well, there was reasons for it. Uh, the World Cup the year before, a, a bad start to the season, training and all of those things. I think next year they'll be fit. Uh, I think I think uh, he's a very good coach, Todd Payton, and I think he'll have them firing. They've got some good young forwards, you know, Finney yeah. and all of those blokes, uh, Finney Fuaki. Uh, I, I think something like that anyway. I'll get my By the time he's the Cowboys, I'll be all Just over keep it. Going. Um, I, think, I think they're green for sure. Yeah, I'm very confident green. Well, in 2022, I thought they were the surprise packet of the year. Last year, it was so shocking to me that they had fell in such a hole. There were glimpses of... Cowboys magic, but it wasn't often enough. I think it will be this year. I'm with both of you. Very confident green. Parramatta Reels, they finished 10th last year with 12 wins, 30 points. If I was an Eels fan, the most frustrating part of last year would have been their final round where nothing mattered anymore and they crushed Penrith. And they seem to beat Penrith for fun through the regular season over the last couple of years, but they missed the finals Seems like a crucial year for many of those players, not to mention Coach Brad Arthur. John Gibbs, how will they go? I think they're going to have an amber. Of only, I, look, I just can't see them really doing much more than they've done. We've spoken about it before, Andrew. They had their window, and uh, I think that window is just about shut. So they might be trying very hard. They've got some quality players, no doubt. Uh, but I, I just I think it's going to be a bridge too far. I think they'll be on the edge of the eight, but I think they'll probably just miss again. Yeah, Amber for me too. They're they're such a frustrating team, um, Parramatta. I feel because they they can they can give so much hope and and optimism, and you, you can watch them play certain games of football and think, hang on, this team is is going places, and then they they, they put in a perform a performance. And you're right, that round uh, that last round last year, that sort of sums up Parramatta for me. They're awesome. Yeah, but that, but it's it's. But the week before against was it the Roosters? They were dreadful. But it, that that sums it up when the when their important games and the games that where they they got to turn it on they don't seem to do it but when there isn't a lot riding on it they're playing a bottom team they can they can turn it around so it's it's the lack of consistency and the lack of reliability with with Parramatta that makes me feel that they're they're not going to push forward they need Regan Campbell Gillard and Junior Barlow on the field for as many of their 24 games as possible they need Dylan Brown at his best that back to his best with Mitchell Moses leading the way, and they need Clint Gutherson to be Clint Gutherson. I've got concerns about their back line, but I'm giving them a tentative green. I think they will improve on last year. So Jermaine t- Hopgood was good last year. He was one of the buyers of the year. He was, yeah, he was, he, he was arguably their best player. Yeah. All right, South Sydney, speaking of disappointments last year, finished ninth, as Gibbsy mentioned earlier, top of the table, and then that just they fell off the cliff to finish with 12 wins, 30 points. Ryan Hoffman, from what you said in the first hour of the program, I'm not sensing a green here. I've shown my cards. No, it's it's an amber leading towards a, a red, to be quite honest. Um, I know it's it's a big thing to say because you look at the quality players they have. Uh, Mitchell, um, Walker, um, Colin Matangi, Arrow, Murray, they've got good players. But uh, for, for me, I, I just think it's going to be a, a frustrating year because they, they don't have the dominant packet they once did. And um, you, you look at their, their starting pack, I, I don't think is as strong as, as other teams in the competition. And off the back of that, you're not seeing that depth either. Um, the, the Bunnies, going back a few years, they could, they could roll out you know, two good, fo- good forward packs. Uh, I'm, I'm just not seeing that depth with it, which is going to make it harder for Cody Walker and Latrell Mitchell to be able to do what they do well. 
I don't think it's going to be as satisfying. Uh, hey, just before you go on, so is it amber or red? You can't do a bit of, you know, 50-50. Oh, I'll say amber because I don't see them. They're, they're not going to get the wooden spoon, but I can't see them making that. So amber. Amber, okay. Official. Well, I can. I don't think it's going to be a satisfying year, but I think, you know what? I've got this premonition that they're going to come eighth. So that beats what they did last year, but that's still, for the calibre of player they've got, that's not, that's not satisfying, but it's still a green under our rules. The Oracle. So Amber, Amber for Hoff. Oh, his epiphanies can come, yeah. come true. Green for Gibbsy. I'm, I'm going red. I think they'll be similar to 9th, 10th, 11th, but I do think they might miss the finals again, unfortunately. All right, to the top eight of last year. Let's uh, whip through these. Canberra Raiders, 13 wins, 32 points in 2023. Canberra Raiders this year, they're the lime green machine. Are they green in your eyes, Gibbsy? Uh, no, they're not. I think they uh, exceeded expectations making the eight last year. I'm afraid that the green machine is going to be red this year. I, they've lost Jack White and an integral part of their team. Uh, I know that uh, Ricky Stewart has them, you know, getting down and dirty, but that's not going to be enough. When it counts, they won't be making the eight. So, unfortunately, Raiders fans, and you can prove me wrong, but it's a red. Yeah, I'm going to say a red too. I can't see the Raiders making making the eight. Uh, I think they, they're just going to need a season or two just to work out who's going to be their, their key player um, now that Whiten's gone. Um, because at, at the moment, I can't see someone who's going to take that by the scrap of the neck. Well, I'm going to make Ricky Stewart really happy and also give a red for Canberra. He loves that when everyone's against him. Backs against the wall. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me at all to see them get into the eight. But I, I, I don't... I don't love their chances this year. So three reds for you Canberra Raiders fans. Sydney Roosters finished seventh last year. 13 wins, 32 points. They did deal with a lot of injuries, Hoffy. They came home with a wet sail uh, to make the eight when that looked in doubt, even going into the final round, and they, they won a game in the, in the final series. What about this year? Yeah, big green for the Chooks. Uh, they're, they're a top four team uh, f for me. Um, Spencer Lenu, I mean, that's, that's a great buy. His leg speed through the middle um, is, is going to make a huge difference. I noticed that he's starting for the Roosters tomorrow. Now we're looking at the season. I, I'd like to see him be more, more that player coming off the bench. I, I, th I think he'd be tr tremendous coming off the bench. But, uh, yeah, big green for me. Yeah, you're talking about that. You know how many games he's started Spencer. in his 83-game his career? Oh, I do not know. How, just have a, have a guess. Ten. Three. Three. Well, there you go. That's incredible, isn't that it? That is. That's, a, that's almost Danny Williams' mistakes. With yeah. <laughs> right, right anyway, that's the way the game has gone, though, yeah. we must point out. And he's been with the very strong time. Talking about three, he's a three-time premiership winning player. But I'm going for a green. I think they're going to go really well. Um, the, what, what really enthuses me is even last year, they failed to score points, but they had the best red zone defence of any team in the competition. You get it. So, so their attitude's all right. So that tells me if they're fit and well and they do things well, they'll, they'll be going up. It's in my heart. I'm thinking amber. I, I don't think it'll be that. How many ambers are you going to have? I've had two. You told me at the start of this we want to avoid no. as many I, ambers I, hang as on. possible. No, I had tigers and dragons. I had amber. I haven't gone amber since. Yeah, we're going to until I talked you out of one. So this is four. Wow, you used to be a math teacher. You're a dribbler. <laughs> oh, but I look at Tedesco. Billy Smith, I thought, was their best centre last year. I thought he was much better Good than player. Joey Manu or uh, whoever else has tried there, including Joseph Swali'i. Manu, Swali'i, Angus Crichton, Jared Warrior, Hargreaves, who suspended uh, for the next few weeks. They're all leaving at the end of the year. So there's plenty of motivation there. And I do like 
the fact that, you know, Angus Crichton, Negan Butcher, Connor Watson can't even good get a depth. run. Good depth. So they do have good depth. So my amber thoughts have been replaced by green thoughts. Okay. Well, Swali, he, he scores tries for fun on the wing. Mm. And when they put him in set, he can't score a try in the set. No. Hopeless. So how many did, did he set up? Not that many. I don't think as many as you think. Really? Well, because no. it's, it's important these days that centres need to have good hands because defences are so good. You need their centre with a good well, hands. Luke Keery, Luke Keery set up 50-something percent of their tries. He was involved in 50-something percent of their tries. So that shows... He just resigned for another year. Yeah, that shows that that's good on Luke Keery, but mm. they need to diversify a little bit. But it, it's green. They'll go well, the Roosters. Cronulla Sutherland finished sixth last year with 14 wins, 34 points. Gibbsy, the Sharkies this year. Where'd they finish? I just said sixth. No, I'm just. Oh, you I'm, rumin I'm you ruminating. I'm musing. Yes, whatever you like. I'm procrastinating, actually. Um, <clears throat> red. Why? I just think they've had their chance. Their defence is just all over the shop. When they had games that they should have been winning, they were losing. Uh, I still think they'll make the eight, but they'll be lower than six. So that's a red. Okay. No, I'm going to amber the, amber the Sharks, I reckon. They're, they're about where they are. Is for a pen at me. I reckon you've got more ambers than me now. Really? I, I think you have. Well, I'm going to come home with a wet sail. Okay. Good to see. Sharkies, I'm going, I'm going red. Going red? I think they still might make the eight. But, yeah, I, I don't have a heap of confidence in the Sharkies. Sorry, Louis. Where is Louis? And Nick, Adam Fanua Blake will be good next year. Newcastle, well, when we do 2025, <laughs> they might get a green. Green. Newcastle put, put Knights. Him, put him down for a green for next year. Knights, 14 wins last year, 35 points. Now, they were one of the success stories of the year, Ryan, and uh, Gibbs and I and Louis, we, we managed to get to Hunter Stadium quite a few times towards the end of that season, and it was legitimately thrilling and exciting to be there with their incredible fan base and Hunter Stadium was pumping with 28,000, 29,000 people there. Can they replicate it or go better this year? Yes, they can. Ooh. Yes, they can. They're, they're top four this year, I think. Um, I really, I, what I like is that there's competition in their halves. I think that what Jack Cogger um, did last year for, for the Penrith yeah. gave him a heap of confidence. So th there's a big battle going on up there. Probably the most interesting signings, I think, for the uh, NRL this year is Kai Pearce-Paul and um, Will Price. Um, coming over from the English Super League. Um, had very, very good seasons over there. Kai Pierce-Paul coming from Wigan. Will Price coming from Huddersfield. Different players, one's a forward, one's a back. Um, th they could provide that X factor that they had a bit of success with Dom Young when he came over from uh, the English Super League. And I reckon when having two of them there is going to put them in good stead. Well, we're here, you know, living, living the excitement of NRL in Las Vegas. That ride that they took us on last year was amazing. That was really exciting. And we used to stand in the packed car park, couldn't get out of the park, car park for an hour and a half. Yeah. You know, talking. And that wasn't as fun. No. As well, being inside the ground. Well, some, of, some of our chats were. Yes. But I've got to say, green for me as well. And that will be from the confidence that they got last year, competition for spots. But just one uh, down point is the loss of Dom Young, their top try scorer. I mean, he's, he's a freak. So his speed and his agility on the wing try scoring ability will be missed, but they're green. They, they've right. they've still got speed there. They've still got speed. I'm going amber. I think they'll be exciting again, but I think about the, about the same for Newcastle. Warriors, talking about surprise success stories of 2023. They're right up there, the New Zealand Warriors, with 16 wins, 38 points this year. John Gibbs. Uh, I, look, I'm, I'm going to give them a red because I think they were just phenomenal last year. 
Um, whether they can replicate that remains to be seen. I hope they do because I think it's so exciting when the Warriors are playing good football. Sean Johnson had a great year, whether he can do that again. But I, I don't think they can. It's a red for me. No, it's a, I'm going amber. Um, do you hear that? You are, he's just orange. I'm going to call you orange, orange. boys. So it's, amber. That's exactly what I feel. Were I reckon, you, I reckon they're, you, they're right where they... Were you born a ginger top? I was, actually. Well, oh, actually, I, I do get a nice strawberry tinge through the hair and the beard. Well, um, so, so you're amber. Gibbs is red. I'm going to go the other way. I think they can keep getting better. So I'm going to say that's a, good. a green I like it. for the Warriors. I hope you're right. Roger Tuivasa-Shek coming yeah, back. That's right. That's going to be fascinating. Melbourne Storm. I mean, we just talked about the Warriors, a former Ryan Hoffman team. Melbourne Storm, uh, 16 wins last year, 38 points. They finished top four, yet it never seemed to really be elite Melbourne Storm. Yet they, they just know how to win games. Will they win more or less than last year, Ryan? They'll, they'll win more. Um, I'm g giving them a green. I know that might sound biased, but for, for Melbourne Storm to go out the way they did in the finals was, was poor. Like their, their first finals game, they got towed up by the Broncos, scraped past the Roosters, um, and then got an absolute hiding for, from Penrith. Like that's that's not a like they made the prelim, but it's still not a Melbourne Storm performance. I think um, Cameron Smith has uh, Cameron Smith Cameron Munster has learned a lot about himself um, after having by his high standards not the best season and a very poor back end of the of the year. I think um, he's going to come back a better footballer this year. And when you get Cameron Smith, Harry Grant, and um, Jerome Cameron Munster. Did I say Cameron Smith again? Hmm. Wow. Cameron Munster, been, Jerome If you hadn't been nasty to me, I wouldn't have picked you up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there, right. there would have been one of, one of your fantastic listeners. 15 all. But, uh, yeah, I can see, in, long story short, green for the storm. Uh, I, I can't. Ryan, and uh, I know that you'd love them to do well, and I think Melbourne going well is also most interesting. But we keep talking about them, and they keep disproving this. We keep talking about them reaching the top of the mountain and maybe sliding down. They've been there for so long. I, I think they'll make the eight, but I don't think they'll make the top four. So Melbourne, for me, is going to battle this year. So that's a red from Gibbsy, a red from me too. But I just expect to be surprised by the Melbourne Stormers that they are every year under Craig Bellamy. It's only a game. So How do we know it's going to happen? A green and two reds. All right, we get two left. The grand finalists from a year ago. Brisbane finished second on the table. 18 wins, 42 points. They had a wonderful year, and with 15 minutes to go in the grand final, we all thought they'd won the premiership. Didn't happen with uh, Nathan Cleary leading Penrith to that spectacular victory. How do you see them this year? Uh, I'm going to go green because I think they'll make the grand final again. So whether you want to call that an amber or a green, I'm not sure. But it's a green for me. I think Brisbane, despite the loss of Thomas Flegler and Herbie Farnworth, will have another good year. They'll be smarting after that capitulation in the grand final. Um, I... I I wouldn't be surprised if it's Brisbane Penrith again next year, uh, this, at the end of this season. Yeah, I'm going to say green um, for the Bronco. Look, losing a grand final like that can can leave some scars. Uh, it can really leave some, some quite severe scars from going so close to winning a game and blowing a, a lead like that. But um, I'm confident that they've the players have uh, taken that into their pre-season. Um, they're they're going to be grand finalists again. Yeah, I... I'm going amber. I'm sorry. I'm going amber because I think they'll be right up there again challenging for the comp. They're not my tip to win the comp, so I can't. I don't think I can give them a green as they finished second last year. But I expect them to be very, very good. 
Last and certainly not least, the Penrith Panthers. They've won three competitions in a row. They minor premiers last year. They won the premiership again. Um, they had 18 wins and 42 points. I laughed out loud when I, in a social media reaction to them narrowly losing the World Club Challenge, uh, where you don't like to say it, but officials had a major bearing on that game. And Wigan played really, really well. But to me, they're still the team to beat. What about you, Hoffy? Uh, I'm saying a red, but what I'm saying is that they're not going to be as dominant. They're still going to be at the, at the top of the tree, but they're not going to be as dominant as what they have been these, these last three years. So I still think they're going to be bottom around fourth. So that's the only reason why I'm saying a red. They've got too many great systems in place to slide down any further. Um, they're still going to be challenging, but in terms of their high standards, I think that they're going to drop down a couple of speeds. Logically, under the parameters of our game, I've got to say Amber because I think they'll make the grand final. So whether they win it or not remains to be seen. But on face value, they're in Amber. They'll have another good season. They're just uh, they're they're just a, a phenomenon. I'm saying, I'm saying Green. I think they win the comp again. So, well, that's the same. I know it's the same, but I think I just think they're so good, we and and. I, I still need to see someone beat them in big games to, to believe it. If 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 they do win four in a row, mm. do you put them on par with the Dragons winning 11 in a row no. just to the constraints with, well, the constraints with salary cap and all, and all that sort of thing? They're the best, it'll be the best team I've ever seen. Yeah. But no, I don't think you can pair four to 11, well, even I'll, with all of that. What you I'll, I appreciate I'll, what you're saying. I'll, but I'll, no. put it, I'll put it in this context. If they win four in a row, in our lifetime, I don't think we'll see another NRL team win four in a row. I agree. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.